0: Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys and a Mic with your hosts, Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go.
1: There's an important message waiting for you at the Truth About Child Loss podcast. It's a message of heartache and pain, but also of strength, faith, resilience, perseverance, The Truth About Child Loss by The Christian Jaden Project, available now on Spotify. Are you looking to make a lifestyle change for your health and wellness? Try personal training through Renegade Soul. Follow Renegade Soul 216 on Instagram and Facebook. Go to the website www.RenegadeSoul216.com. Sign up today for your first personal training session. You are worth it.
0: Good evening. Good evening. Uh. Good evening. Welcome to our uh, newest podcast. This is episode 12 of Two Guys and a Mic. It has been 12 already. Study? It's episode 12, homie. Oh, wow. And we are... Super celebratory here in Cleveland. Yeah, celebration one of the Sunday. Craziest games that we've seen in a long time. That we actually came out on top. So, I'm happy. Uh, I'm not completely happy. There were some things that happened today that are still a concern. Um, I think Sean feels the exact same way. Am I? Am I right? Yeah. I think we're going to have concerns with this team every week, especially with the way the defense plays. Um, but I'm ecstatic at the way that we won the game because that was much, it's much, much needed. Because we I haven't done that. We haven't done that, bro. And you know that. And that's how like that. feel like it feels right. We right. haven't we, we haven't had, had that. And I'm sorry, you know what? I haven't introduced myself. I'm I apologize. I'm so excited <laughs> to be five and two that I kind of skipped over some of our uh our cordialities, our uh, salutations. I am RP. I'm Ron Pierce, man. I'm glad that you guys are with us. Go ahead, Sean. And I'm your other host, Big Sean. I hope everyone is well this fine Sunday evening. Listen, if this doesn't find you uh, in a good spot as a Cleveland fan, that means that you are a Cincinnati Bengals fan. And that means you probably are well, not going have a anyway. to on this.
2: If you're a Cincinnati Bangle fan,
0: you was dropped on your head at birth. So there's really no helping you. Hey, at uh, this point in time, you a lost doomed, cause in life. You were doomed to begin with. Exactly. You were doomed to begin with. So today, of course, is Football Sunday, and we always recap uh, for our newer listeners and for those who haven't heard us before. We always recap on Sunday evenings. Uh, our Cleveland Browns, and I say our Cleveland Browns, as you see, my shirt says Love 216. Our show is called Two Guys in a Mic 216. We are all about Cleveland. We're all Cleveland all the time. Just in case you can't see that, Cleveland Browns. Right, We're all Cleveland the all school. the time because we don't always get the coverage that we want to have. Am I correct? We listen to the national shows. Um, Yeah, that's the- true. And I kind of don't, don't get- care. Well, when we do get national coverage, it's like they're waiting for us to fail. That's what I mean. It's it's yeah, they they can't so wait to jump to on give, us. We always want to give like clear coverage, and we also want to give. Uh, while we love Cleveland, we also want to give objective coverage of our uh, of our teams, uh, and we also give clear coverage of everybody else's whatever else is going on. Uh, We're going to talk about the World Series here in a minute, and our team's not there. We're going to give clear, concise, honest coverage of the World Series as well. So, uh, But we're going to start, of course, with the Cleveland Browns. Today was a game that I called uh, a week ago. Excuse me, I'm sorry, uh, four days ago, I called it a trap game. I called it a game that we can get caught up in, it's a game that we can lose ourselves in. We can assume that we're just going to win because on paper we look better. And we could mess around and lose this game. And guess what? We well, almost did. <laughs> As a matter of fact, me, you know, I so just to let you guys know, I think I touched on this. On um, one of our earlier podcasts. Like I have defense mechanisms when it comes to the Browns. <laughs> <You> <laughs> so do. once everything seemed like it was about to go to hell in the first quarter. We lost Odell Beckham and the center. And one Shredder came back. But in one in play, one we had an play. interception. Yeah, we had an interception. I don't know I mean, what Odell was doing trying to say. He jumped into the pile and tore up his knee. And then our starting center was laying around grabbing his knee. Listen, and I instantly just shut down. It's like we're going to lose this game, I, just to protect my 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 fragile emotions. I just want to, to know what team on earth, what team on the planet Earth, throws a pick and loses two of your most important guys <laughs> all at the same time. one play. Right, it's only one team on Earth that could pull that off. It's only one team. And that is the Cleveland Browns. Freaking Browns. Our quarterback Freak. didn't complete a pass in the first quarter. At all. He was 0 5. He, no, no. Yes, he did. He did. Or oh, to the other His team. His first pass was the completion. To <laughs> the yeah. wrong <laughs> damn team. <laughs> right. Right. We had all that going on. Uh, Joe Burrow was out there looking like the second coming of Johnny, Johnny United. Team whiz. I mean, we couldn't do anything with him. Now, we were putting pressure on him. And well, the we pressure was there, but but he shows a lot of poise. And yeah. so, so, so and- while we do this, man, we're gonna go ahead and get into this game because we got so many things to talk about here. Right. Uh, we also have a special guest. Uh, uh, before we get all the way into this, let, let me let me talk about our special guest. Uh, this is a guy that I grew up with. I know the the last time we had a a guest, it was my guest too, but. Yeah, brought that stinking Steelers fan in here. Yeah, he was a stinking Steelers fan. He was an awful Steelers fan. Poisoning so at least, right at Poisoning least this airwaves. Time, at least this time we have a Browns fan. However, this guy is a super duper Baker Mayfield fan. Uh, he, he's been following him since he was in Oklahoma, and he's just like 1,000% behind Baker. Um, so we're going to bring in uh, my friend from my childhood friend, uh, Elton uh, Holofield. I've been knowing him since I was like 10 years old. Another long, lifelong friend. Um, I think when I was 10, I think he was like six or seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was a younger kid, but he was always around us uh, in East Cleveland. Uh, we we hung out. We kicked it. We played football. We did a lot of stuff together. So I just wanted to put that caveat out there. That's, that's something that's getting ready to come up real soon. Um, but. I just felt like we needed to just jump into the game because we have so many things uh, to touch on because this game presented a lot of stuff that we've talked about. This game presented a lot of things that we thought were a problem. And we saw almost all of them culminate today. I'm More not sure. Right, yeah, you're absolutely right. Everything that we talked about, everything that we said that we wanted to see um, for the most part kind of came to fruition today. And it's going to definitely be interesting to see what happens um, as we move forward, you know, with this whole debate about Baker, is he good or is he not good? Um, we're going to have over- overreaction Monday, oh, tomorrow. We, we got to have overreaction. You know, there's going to be overreaction tomorrow. So I'm pretty sure all the, and that's kind of Baker Mayfield haunts will be out tomorrow. Like me, I don't have a dog in the fight. The only reason why I'm rooting for Baker is because he's our quarterback and I'm sick and tired. Of not having one um and every you know two or three years going through the whole rigmarole of you know who are we going to draft each year but if he's not the guy then he's not the guy but so you know, tell I me this though i want him to uh succeed Eddie, now i thoroughly agree with what you just said i'm a baker fan just like i was a johnny Manziel fan uh right. just like i was a charlie fry fan now, you didn't like Derek Anderson, though. You didn't like Derrick Anderson. I didn't like but one. guess what? I rooted for him every Sunday. I was hoping he would do the right thing. Right. I was a Brandon Whedon fan for a period of time. I just wanted you to do the right thing. You play for my team. I want exactly. you to do the right thing. I thoroughly agree with you on that because we have to have the guys that are our guys, regardless of if we like them, and even if we think they suck, We have to believe that maybe today they won't or maybe at this, maybe I'm wrong. So prove me wrong. Uh, So I've that long list of quarterbacks that we've seen on the back of that jersey. I've rooted for each one of those guys, Tim couch all the way through to Baker Mayfield. It's been about uh, 655 of quarterbacks that we've had that played in that pretty much. 20 years span um so i want these guys to succeed it's not that i want them to lose it's not that i want to see them play bad but sometimes you just know that that guy's no good me and sean have talked about uh uh, uh Derek anderson in this one particular situation at the pro bowl and people just excuse right. us and overlook us in our assessment of that. Right. We like, like that. He was and he we was overthrowing he the all pros. Like, he couldn't connect with any of the great wide receivers that game. said, like, oh, this dude sucks. And he's overthrowing. There's, uh, no, uh, there's no pressure on you. And right. you got the best of the best. And the you still can't. And there's no defense being played. They're pretty much playing flag football. And he had one of the worst Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl performances
1: I've man, ever seen. Man. As a matter of fact, he wasn't awesome.
0: even supposed to be there. He, he wasn't, played. he was a fill-in. Yeah, he was but a fill-in. He let him play. And guess what? He stuck. And we we felt because of that, everybody gave us both grief. I remember <laughs> me and Sean and I didn't really even talk during this time because this was during a time where social media was just kind of cranking up. You know, so we we weren't kind of connected on social media and we weren't connected personally. Uh, we had lost contact with one another, but social media is where we kind of linked back up. But at that time, we had just linked back up, and I was saying the exact same thing that Sean was saying, but we were the only cats that were saying that. Yeah, we're telling people that season he had in 2007 was fool's gold. It was fool's and that, gold. Yeah, and guess what happened? Guess what happened that next year? It was awful. He from, was awful. From, from game one. So, that whole so game, season, one, so off the game t- Whenever the hell he you know they decided he wasn't a guy. He was awful. Um so we're gonna get into this game. I'm gonna to try to allow uh the homie into the room. If that's okay with everyone let me make sure that he's still hanging around. I don't even see him right this second. I told him I told him to hang in I just don't see him. But let me see if I see him. Let me let me check. Hold on. I'll reinvite him. How about that? All right. I'll just reinvite him cuz maybe he lost contact. I know that Zoom is this Zoom stuff is a little bit different than what we think often. So I'm always a little bit skeptical. Zoom has a mind of his own at times. Zoom does what the hell hell it wants to. Oh, here he is. I I see him now. So I'm going to let him in. I see him now. Elton, you in the room, bro? That still shows connecting on my end. It looks oh, it shows like connecting because I can't see. I can't see it. You can't see him. He's he's connected, but it's still a blank screen. But I think he's about to come in shortly. I'm in. Actually, now I can see both of y'all. Okay. okay. Man, I can't I see, see you. So, you. so again, there, you are. there he is. Okay. Yeah, I see him. So again, right, how's it going,
1: Elden? I'm good. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing all right, man. So
0: this is what's happening, homie. See, everybody don't know me as Peanut, but that, that's how you know that's family right there right <laughs> he's been knowing me and sean knows me as peanut too that's that's how you know that's family right there you call to take
1: you. mobile days yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so elton uh I've, I've already gave you an introduction this is my guy uh he's like he's pretty much to me he's family uh we grew up together we played down a man, we we played all levels of football, all levels. of Look, 33. <laughs> 33, 33. We have we, we, done some stuff that we probably can't talk about on air. <laughs> like we, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we, We we've done a few things. So, but we're we're getting ready to uh, Elton. We're getting ready to go into uh, our assessment of the Browns uh, game today. So I'm going to start. I'll start, and I'll tell you what I thought our issues were or what we needed uh, going into the game, Uh, what I said on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, I thought that Stefanski needed to be more creative with the offense. I saw a little bit of creativity today, a little bit. Not necessarily what I saw in the first couple weeks because I, I, I think Stefanski can be more creative than what I've seen. But I think he's just kind of throwing some stuff out there to see what, what catches, right. what bites. Like, hell, he almost got a little bit too creative. He today. got a little bit too. At at times. Like, a couple times, we got we kind of got hemmed up by that. Right. But, uh, but I wanted to see the creativity, the one-on-one-ness. And more specifically, I was talking about OBJ. Putting OBJ in space. Because that's the dude that when you put this guy in a certain kinds of space, you you free up so much stuff, man, it, that it, you know, it, it, it changes how you're moving. Right. OBJ can change how you're moving if you do it the right way. Uh, so I was looking for that. I didn't necessarily see that. Baker, I, I think I said... I'm gonna leave Baker to later because I want I want Elton to kind of time me a little bit because I, again, Elton is a huge Baker supporter, so I don't I don't want to go in too early on Baker. I want to I'm, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Um, Sean and I kind of differed on one point about the running game. Sean was like, "Man, if if," uh, and I'm not putting you on the spot like that, Sean. No, I'm, no, it's all, not it's all good. doing that, but. You were like, you know, Hunt needs to, to rest up, and I'm, I'm not against that. But I was like, nah, I think this dude need to be the bell cow. He need to show up today. He got to run hard. He got to be the guy because Chug set that edge, and he set that standard for everybody behind him. So everybody mm-hmm. came in behind him running that way. Hunt has to do the same thing today, and I'll be honest with you, Hunt did that today. He, no, he didn't run yeah. for 150 yards or none of that stuff. He had a, a workman but like that. He ran hard today, though. I still don't think he's healthy because I don't think he has that explosiveness. He gets close to breaking one, but he doesn't have like that third gear I don't, that he has, yeah. and I think that that groin or hamstring injury, whatever he's having an issue with, is giving him trouble. I don't think he's 100 percent healthy. However, however, what did I say on Wednesday? Regardless of his injuries, if you're going to play today, mm. I need you to run I need like you Chicago. a monster because yeah. we're not we never ran hard. Hard. Bro, to just to run hard. This dude has led the league in rushing before. He's been the number one guy before. He has to continue to be that guy. He can't wait for Chubb to be that guy and then set the tone for him.
1: He I has with to be
0: the and that's what I talked I about in our last show. And I think he did that today. Um, I think he ran hard. I think he ran uh, very efficiently. Yeah, he got he got here for it. Because he he runs a lot more uh, east and west uh, than Chubb does. But I think he was very effective. Just in keeping the guys off. I think he ran for about uh, 80 yards by the end of the day. I think it was um, 18, 18 carries, I believe, 74 yards. But that's still an average fair. of over four yards. Yeah, but he still averaged over four yards of carry, yards, right? which, which is what you want. See, this is why I don't like this dude. This dude always comes for my neck. Uh, <laughs> He's talking <let> me, about <laughs> four yards.
1: Let me me in with what y'all said about the offense. But, uh... Y'all say Stefanski's scheme, you want him to be more creative? That's not his offense, though. A lot of people keep don't realize that. That is Mike Shanahan's offense that Kubiard brought to him. That's none of that stuff. If you look, if you go back to Denver from Jake, when John Elway left, that system was implanted. Jake Plummer, Cutler, they ran that offense that uh, Stefanski is calling now. That's how those plays are set up. That's not Stefanski's offense at all. So, yeah, he do need to make some creative plays out there. That little pitch receiver and throw, that's cute, too, but that's not his offense. That offense is not really a big play offense. It's set to eat up yards. It's, set to, it's like a West Coast offense, except to move the chains. And then I'm hitting hit you with a big play sooner or later. So, yeah, he do need to come up with offense that fits Baker's skill set, too, at the same time. Because LBJ, I, I, I talked to Peanut earlier about this. He is designed Jackson. He can take the top off. He can get you with four catches and get you 100 something yards. You don't have to he doesn't he need the ball 7 times because I got Landry and I got Higgins now. And I don't I never understood why they never put Higgins back in cuz that's Baker's comfort zone.
0: I'm be I mean, honest, yeah, with- I think the whole city is wondering that same thing. mm Mhm. Why Higgins ended up in like the dog like I I got it for Freddie maybe. But when you re-sign like this guy, why is he not Exactly. No, they were using Donovan Peoples Jones a little bit more than Higgins, but I thought Higgins was more connected with Baker than anybody on the team other than uh, other than that's true. And really in the the, the beginning part of the season, you even saw Jojo Natson coming in as the third receiver, which I thought was completely ridiculous because dude is only what like five five about 135 pounds. I'm like, why is he out? I mean, i am going to say them I'm kick returning, but why are you out there as a third receiver? Why are you, you third like? What is, What was Rashard Higgins saying and or doing or not saying and or doing that put him in a spot where he right. was never on the field? He may I, be a guy. You know what? He may be a guy that doesn't practice well. You know, some guys that just don't look good in practice and some coaches buy- are sticklers with that. If you don't practice well,
1: you don't play you're wheel. not
0: playing. That's the <laughs> no, one thing that I can think of because when he's on the field, he does nothing but produce while he's out there. So it had to be something that uh the coaches that you know they saw it and didn't like. So was, coaches for the, the, the coaches game. and for the fans, just so you guys know, Rashard Higgins uh caught six catches for 110 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> so if you think that Rashard Higgins can't produce. I'm gonna argue that fact. He caught everything that came to him today. Everything, not one drop, not one, oh, I've been on the bench and didn't get this off type thing. He got all of that off today. So, uh, also, let me throw a shout out to my guy, David and Joku. He still looked, nece- not necessarily engaged per se, However, he made about three catches and he got a touchdown. So, again, you have to, when, 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 you're, when your number is called, you got to be ready. And this is a different kind of Browns team. The Browns in general have been guys that were so disengaged, so upset, so frustrated with whatever was going on that everyone you know when when you finally got that call you was like oh well I can't play so and I don't like the coach by the way so I'm just going to act like I can't catch or I can't right. run, or I can't block Dwayne ball I can kind of. <laughs> you know listen, Dwayne ball Elton tell me the truth bro we just talked about this i think sometimes and and Sean knows this cuz i've talked about this on the shows I think sometimes we have guys, we brought guys in to be X, Y, Z. Injuries and opt-outs have put us in a position where it put these guys in positions that they're not necessarily ready to take on. And that's not what we brought them in to take on. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, taking these L's and everybody's like, oh, that dude sucks. But guess what? There's really only one guy on the team that I think needs to not have a uniform ever, and that's uh, Andrews and zaho That dude? <laughs> I don't know. You got <laughs> help Listen, T. Mitch, you got to make that goddamn interception. However, he did everything he could to stay connected as, as bad as he might not... As bad as he may be, as not Pro Bowl as he might be. <laughs> he did everything he could to stay connected to AJ today and AJ just did AJ type shit AJ is an all pro you not gonna stop AJ Green from catching certain passes because AJ Green is AJ freaking Green and, and also Cincinnati ran a good scheme against our pass rush listen he just shortened up all the routes quick slants mm-hmm. and Bro. then we had uh Denzel Ward and Mitchell playing eighty-five yards off the receivers, which I, I cannot done. stand. I can't stand it. I I, I hate it. especially if they're running those quick slants. Not eighty-five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they're running those quick slants like that, man. You got to get up and and disrupt the route. You know, do a little bump and run. But I guess our safeties are so bad that makes it hard to be to do and, that and, too. Awful. So you kind of in a quantum. I don't like to do. I'm gonna do something I don't like to do. My hats off to Cincinnati for their game plan they understood that our offensive line stinks uh balls and uh, sucks balls and cocks. And they went super quick with everything they did. Like literally everything was a three-step drop and a throw. That doesn't usually work with a young quarterback, but this freaking dude, this freaking Joe Burrow, dude, I'm gonna get this good. Right, listen, man. I, I don't I don't give a lot of credit to young guys, and I damn sure don't Sean knows this. I don't give a lot of credit to guys within our division. I hate everybody in our division. I'm not to advocate All for right. those I hate them. And I, I hope that most times that the stadium just implodes on them. But Joe Burrow is a real quarterback. And I told my homie that is a Cincinnati fan. I think I'm going to end up hating him. Like I hate Ben Roethlisberger. He's a hall of famer. Ben Roethlisberger, by the way, is what I'm talking about. And I hate Ben Roethlisberger. I think I'm going to hate Joe Burrow the same way. I think Joe Burrow is a really good quarterback. You know that that guy is going to throw 300 times a, a game because they don't have anything else. Right. And he still throws 300 times a game. And nobody has an answer for it. The only hope that we have to ruin them the way they've ruined everybody else. That's the only hope we have. what you say? I, a, I said I said the only hope we have is that the Bengals ruin him the way they ruin everybody else that they get. <laughs> they gonna
1: they're gonna do it. <laughs> all you gotta do is give them the rope, they're gonna hang themselves.
0: Right. So the all you gotta do. That He gets hurt before he gets really, really good. <laughs> I see
1: it as different with Burrow. I think he hasn't played besides Baltimore. He hasn't played no defense that strikes fear in his heart yet. It's, easy, it's if you look back last year when Cleveland went against backup quarterbacks, we wouldn't never send enough pressure today. But but today you no, said today they, Cincinnati did adjust. is three drop back three and fire it out. That's the adjustment he would have to make. But you gotta understand, Cleveland doesn't have a Baltimore Pittsburgh defense. They're gonna take them. They're gonna tear him up. So when I see him beating the Jets, I see him lighting up the Browns defense without winning. Some people. And listen, and
0: that's the other caveat is he's going to throw 40 times a game. That's a given. Yeah. Especially with with Joe Mixon hurt. He's going to throw 30, 40 times a game. Um, But the question, I mean, but listen, the dude looks composed. He threw over 400 yards today. And he understood, or should I say uh, uh, the Bengals understood that our defense wasn't really equipped in the defensive backfield, and they attacked that. They just thought that he could like, do you know what it's saying to say that a a rookie can attack our defensive backfield? It's It's sad. Right. It's sad (laughs) as hell. Now, I do want to give I do want to give a shout out to Denzel Ward because he's out there pretty much played his ass, by the way. I, I, I think, think they, he's playing well this whole season. He's played. I think they should play Phenomenal. zone except
1: for Denzel. Let Denzel go man to man across the board. Let everybody else go in the
0: zone because Denzel can right. lock anybody up. Right. Listen, Denzel, anybody else, that would have been a touchdown to AJ Green. Denzel played that thing all the way through. Didn't wait, didn't sit back. And he knocked that ball right out of AJ Green's hand in the end zone on the third down. That's huge because Elton and I just talked about this. Had AJ Green caught that pass, we may not have won that he game. Have won the game, right? That would have changed well, most the, definitely. It yeah, would changed the whole complexion yeah, of them. They ended up with a field goal okay. to a touchdown, right? So, um, let's
1: you are 5-2 with that. I take that.
0: And, and listen, and we're 5-2 and two because of that play. So you do need those guys. This is why we have Denzel. You need a guy that can make those levels of plays on a consistent basis, which is where I'm at with Baker, but we'll get into Baker a little bit uh, later. Um, I just want to uh, point out a few things. Uh, we, we've been uh, – Sean and I have been very, very hard on our linebacker play. Um we we said only only reason that we know anybody on our defensive back, uh excuse me, not the defensive backfield, but our linebackers is because of Taki Taki, and that's only because his name is so uh right. d- distinctive. <laughs> you, know, you know Malcolm Smith. Well, I mean I, I know him now. Listen, we know him now. We ain't know him going into the season. We weren't like, man, I can't wait to see what Malcolm Smith do. Right. So, but BJ, but BJ played good today. I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to BJ Goodson. Um, he had to pick in the end zone, but that was Denzel Ward too. Yeah, <laughs> he deflected it. That All was right. Denzel That's Ward just, just playing, and had, he had a, a a a breakup, and that led to the interception. However, you you still got to make that pick, as T. Mitch. As Where, T. Mitch. Where's you, the rookie at from LSU? LSU? Oh, huh? He's on injured reserve. Oh, he's injured. Who? Yeah. Because he he's Greedy Williams. Injured. Oh, Greedy. Greedy state. No, no, no we talking, talking about the, the linebacker from uh, LSU. Oh, you talking about uh, Phillips? Yeah, he's um, he he has an injured game. knee. Yeah, he, his so knee is still game. bothering him. Oh, so he's oh, injured he on injured reserve. I think missed last back weekend, tomorrow. this week. Yeah, Phillips has played well, but he's he he wasn't available. Um. So we we'll listen. We'll start in the first quarter. Uh, of, of the game, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wrangle this show together, so we can make some full sense of what's going on. Because I think we're all excited, but I also think we got concerns. Uh, the reason that I brought uh, Elton into the the fray is because again, Elton is an unequivocal, full fledged Baker Mayfield believer. Mm-hmm. listen, and this ain't, I'm not I'm not hating, I know some people will be like, oh, you trying to, trying to destroy the dude, nah, this is my guy I would never destroy this guy, this is my guy, so he has believed in Baker from day one I don't necessarily follow his faith <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you like, okay, so so, me- so hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. let me get into the first quarter, so the first quarter <laughs> first quarter of the game. My man for the first for, for this first quarter zero for five and a pick. And this is his fifth pick in five and a half quarters. It's not looking good for the Browns. It's not looking good for Baker. Um, and this is like the third game in a row where this dude gets a first quarter like second, first, second throw, where it's a it's a a, a turnover. Like you have to start getting – You don't always have to create the, the 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 diverse like the adversity that you that you want, bro. Sometimes you can just go into the game and just be great. Does Baker Mayfield know how to just be great from day from 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 the first snap all the way to the last snap? I'm going to ask Sean first before I ask you, because I already know what your answer is. Uh, Can Baker Mayfield be great from the first snap all the way through a full game? Bro. Uh, I don't know yet because we haven't seen it. We've just seen flashes of him you know, being really, really good, and then we've seen him be really, really bad. Um, now, today was probably his most complete game that he's played agree Agreed. Um, Agreed. In, in two years so i give him that but you know we just have to see you know moving forward if he's going to be you know consistently good so i'm still holding out hope elton go ahead chime in this is rookie baker we see
1: this game was rookie baker he come in now you have obj off the field now i don't have to go where play is designed for a certain receiver now I, I drop back, I go to my reads, and whoever's open, that's who I'm going to. That was Rookie Baker. Last year, he got his new toy. He has to force feed him to keep him happy. That, to me, that's one of the problems with having OBJ. You got to keep him happy.
0: What? he I don't agree with that at all. But go but, ahead.
1: <laughs> but, he is a good toy to have. But at the same time, do you see what OBJ left? what he do? He went to work. He said, hey, hold my beer. will be right back and want to feel him produced.
0: Man, listen.
1: He, I, should be, I mean, he should be doing that, that I,
0: anyway. First like of all, my, I, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this real quick, Sean. I'm going to let you talk. I don't disagree with uh, OBJ going out and all of a sudden Baker fixing up. But the one thing I've been saying consistently is if the team, if the front office doesn't see a need to move OBJ, let's say we go... 11 and 5, and end up in the playoffs. So, you telling me because OBJ is out there that Baker can't throw, and that's OBJ's fault? No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying I'm is that's bullshit, you know, bro. The, the player, the player
1: there's calling is, is for him to go to OJ off rip. And to me, that's but, you know, listen, man. If
0: OBJ covered you, look at your next guy that's on Baker. That that's is not for OBJ. That's very true. That is now, very go true. Ahead, go ahead, son, in, let me let you know. I up. think, I think. And, and not to put words in your mouth, um, but I think what you're trying to say is because Baker is a young guy, um, OBJ, Jarvis Landry are, are veterans. Like he feels the pressure and the need to get them to mm-hmm. the ball. So so he's not um, playing loose because he's focused so much on force feeding his veterans. So he don't have to hear them chirping in his ear. I think that's what he's saying. That's definitely on Baker because um, yeah. now he needs he needs to go into that locker room and say look hey i'm the quarterback i'm gonna get you the ball shut the hell up and i think if he plays the way he played today when he's playing loose yep. look at whoever's open it's going to open everything up organically everything else will flow naturally but i get what, what he's saying like he's not saying that it's not on baker but he, he just feel baker feels the pressure to get those guys to the feed ball. him the ball. So Baker has to, listen, if we get to the playoffs and the Browns haven't figured out a way, especially if we keep him beyond the trade deadline, we haven't figured out a way to utilize uh, OBJ properly, then Baker's going to have to figure out how to play with OBJ when he's healthy on the field. Don't, don't tell me that, oh, well, he's on the field and I got to try to work him in. Listen, man, you have to be assertive enough. You have to open up enough and just say to yourself, yo, I got to make sure that my guys get the ball the way that they need the ball. And I think Baker is capable of that. He's 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 bully enough. Uh, he's, he's cachet enough. He can go to Alex Van Pelt he can go to uh, uh Kevin Stefanski and just say hey man here's what i need to have happen i don't know why he's not doing that or if he has or and it just hasn't translated yet but he's he's that guy he's that guy. he's the guy and if they want him to be that guy they have to allow him that that level of room especially now without Nick Chubb because i'll tell you what the best player on the goddamn team is Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Elton. No, I'm.
1: A, I was gonna say, what game was that? I guess Washington it was. What well, was a touchdown scored and El, uh Beckham and Landry didn't celebrate him. The they walked off, and Baker came behind and patted both. Hey, you gonna get yours? Just chill out. That's what need to be in. The, like he said, he needs to go to them check the yep. whole situation because. Yeah. I, I, I want to see this team right now. As it says five and two. When's
0: the last time we was five and two? Anytime. I no. care. I no time since we've been back. Man. It doesn't even sound right coming out of my mouth. Five and the Browns <laughs> five and two does not sound right. I can't even get it out without stuttering. They're Like, <laughs> like the Cavs is five and two. No, the Browns. The Browns two. <laughs> and and listen. So for those folks that thought that we were overreacting last week. Baker Mayfield came out and said, "Yeah, well, we're four and two, but I feel like we own six because of the way it the was, team is acting, the town is acting. Played last week, but that's to me that's leadership because that plays into how you practice this week. And I still think that they probably overplayed themselves today. They probably thought this was an easy win. Sean and Sean will tell you, I I kept re- reiterating." During our last show, we can, this is a trap game and we can get caught. We have to play hard because we think on paper, one, four, and one, we can just walk in there and kill these guys. Right. And It's been way too many times we've gone into Cincinnati and came out of there with our tails tucked between our legs and they ruined the rest of my Sunday afternoon. (laughs) We were on our way to another one. But, but, you know. if you look hell, at it, he our, our Sunday afternoon, the hell with our Sunday afternoon. They they ruined our season, before. right? Right. Um, you know what I saw today. Baker started out awful, awful. By the way, I'm not I'm not underplaying this. I'm not overplaying it. Baker was awful. The next thing I know, this dude twenty two completions later, straight. By the way, not just. 22 completions 22 straight completions in a row five touchdowns later the browns walked away with a win so i'm gonna give baker mayfield his room to kind of cock walk around the yard <laughs>
1: he was the guy today you ever seen napoleon dynamite yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So look we go
0: so Today like <laughs> <Right. laughs> he will me right. I still got it. Listen, he still got it, and you got <laughs> you got to let him cock walk through the yard. You can't say nothing. If if y'all go out tonight and y'all see Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, buy that man a drink, please. Not Cleveland fans. They're gonna find he, a way to talk. Listen, he don't have a game you until right. he don't have a game until Sunday. So buy that man a drink. I'm not going out tonight. If I, if I was out tonight and I saw Baker Mayfield, I'd buy this dude a Cosmo or whatever the hell he wanted. And I would be like, hey, man, I just want to shake a hand real quick. Boom, boom, boom. I know he didn't really do much in terms of winning the Super Bowl or nothing like that. But my guy, we haven't seen this type of quarterback play under pressure for no reason in a long freaking time, and then see our guy show up. This dude exactly. today and I got to give him his props. Uh, and they were talking about this all week on the radio, on the local shows. They were like, at some point, um, Mayfield's going to have a game where it's on his shoulders, and he's going to bring us back. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't showed it yet. And this is, everything has set up perfectly, and he did it, man. Now I personally, uh, once Cincinnati went down and scored, we had, what, a minute six left? Got the ball on the 25, no timeouts, man. I pretty much, um, I kind of gave did? up hope, man. I was like, Man, I don't, I don't well, know. Yes, you did, but <laughs> he hadn't shown it yet, huh? <laughs> What'd you, you say? I said, Yes, you did because you texted me, like, Yeah, you know, I, I immediately asked you, What time are we doing the show right before the drive started? <laughs> right before the drive, I was like, Man, I don't, because I hadn't seen them do it yet, so I, I didn't want to set myself up for disappointment. And uh, he took us right down the field. And what I saw is like what Elton was saying was rookie Baker. He was just letting the ball go. Which is what I've been saying. Drop back. Rhythm. So it's the ground, run. the ball has to come out. And he was showing no fear. I mean, those passes, he threw to Higgins and that last one to uh, Peoples-Jones. Money. I mean, it was just money. Those was Coverage money. was there. It was, coverage. It was good coverage on, on both of those plays. But dig this though, Sean. You know? Uh, those passes that he threw to those guys, to be honest with you, were at the end of him already being in a rhythm. Right. So right. Here's what I here's what I was talking to uh, Elton about a little bit earlier, and I don't want to take over the whole, uh, uh, you know, comment. But Elton and I were talking about this, and I said, when well, he he was awful early but he started to make certain connections and they were just straight lasers. Everything was on a flat line. That screen pass he threw, the first screen pass he threw to Hunt was a, it was like he was throwing at a, uh, at a beehive. (laughs) Everything was meh. But once he started connecting, things got a little bit looser. Like he just started to hit people he's not like Joe Burrow and I'm I'm just, I'm not knocking Baker in this what I'm saying, Joe Burrow is a complete quarterback this dude can back shoulder throw you this dude can throw you to that other side of the field, he can throw you over there, he can throw you to the middle like Joe Burrow understands how to be a quarterback Baker Mayfield is a little bit more of a specialty guy you gotta roll him out you gotta Pull him up in the pocket, he has to. If he don't do all those things, it ain't gonna work. What? I is, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, six five six six. He's a pocket quarterback. But that's what I mean. Like you, you have to see what your guy is capable of. So what ended up happening is this guy was got into a rhythm. Baker got into a complete rhythm, like a full rhythm. Tunnel vision the greatest things about the Ravens and the greatest things about the Steelers, Mm -hmm. they're not allowing you to get into no rhythm. Mm -hmm. They on different angles, on different planes, at different spots. Right. That's why they cause problems for Baker.
1: Uh, uh, uh. Now, Pittsburgh, maybe yes, he's beaten Baltimore split with them since his rookie year. But Baltimore doesn't own breaker games and the and the downs that he's lost to them. He if we're, them if we're looking at a whole picture, he splits with Baltimore
0: every year. Piers no I'm not no, no, problems. No. Listen, that ain't what I'm debating. Because uh, uh, at all, <laughs> I'm not debating whether he splits with them or whether he doesn't play great. I know what problems they cause him. Yeah, they call if that for he anybody, those knows problems. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm talking about. Is the, the problems that they present for him, and uh, and and the and the issues that when he gets to certain spots in the game, he's looking around. Like now, we went up. On, Sean and I were at the game last year, and there was no issue. You know why? Because we were already up twenty-four to nothing. <laughs> they couldn't do shit. Right. We hooked they their ass. Trying to tell you, I was running through the entire. Uh, oh man, we were we were acting a fool. That was a crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy day. That was a crazy day in Baltimore. It was a fun day, but crazy. Y'all went to Baltimore, Baltimore like
1: that,
0: just yelling. Man, at you them. know what? Baltimore's fans are different now because uh-huh. everything is so corporate with ticket price. So it's not the it's not the hardcore, Raven fans. They were actually being nice. And we were kind of like, what is in the world is going on? Because we were complete jerks the whole game. Listen, I, believe that. I, was, I was such a, a jerk. jerk. Let me let me tell y'all y'all this story real quick. I was we were in a restaurant and this Ravens fan walks up and he goes, Hey, can I use you guys' as ketchup? Because they didn't have ketchup on their table. And I just had gotten my sliders. So I said, Yeah, you can use the ketchup right, right after I get done. And I, I grabbed the ketchup and I just turned the ketchup upside down. And I was just doing this the whole time. I never squeezed the ketchup. I never forced the ketchup out. I just <laughs> My man was looking at me like, "Damn, who's taking so long?" Mm. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. And then all of a sudden, he just caught on, like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!
2: <laughs>
0: like you ain't trying to squeeze that out, dog. You just sit here." Sean so was like, "Sean so was like." Man, you a special kind of asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. But Man, now we, we were talking so much trash down there. It was, and, they, and they didn't understand why we were so pumped up because there's this new generation of fans who doesn't know their history. And we right. were like, well, right. we don't like you because you stole our football team. And people had the audacity to say, what are you talking about? Remember, remember like, the night like, before you know that your ravens are the Cleveland Browns. You remember the night we like didn't fire. even know that. Look, we took a lot over of them didn't the casino. We took over the casino. Am I right? Oh, Sean? we sure did. Yeah, we sure did. We took sure over I the did. casino the night before. Like yelling, here we go, brownies. Like, we saw other Browns fans and just went uh bananas. But let's get back to the game because we can go off on the tangent. Um, I'm gonna give Joe Burrow some credit. I think Joe Burrow is going to be a good quarterback uh by the end of his career. <laughs> no. Thinking that he'll be healthy, I think Joe Burrow is going to be okay. And okay. and also hoping that the Bengals give him some uh upfront help. His offensive line is awful. Yes, but they are. A lot of they did a lot of really quick stuff today that made him get a lot of completions. And it developed his rhythm, but that's what I've been saying about Baker. You got to give him a lot of quick stuff, boom, 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 boom. Get those uh, quick completions, just to keep the defense off. Um, that's what I've been looking for all season, and I, I'm not sure that I've seen that from the Browns on a consistent basis. Right. Uh, Hunt, Hunt did what I thought he should have done. Hunt ran very hard. Um, I said he needed to be the bell cow tonight. And that's exactly what the hell he was. And I'm glad that he took that uh, that onus on himself uh, to be that guy. I'm glad that Harrison showed up today. Uh, Ronnie Harrison played really well today. Uh, Harrison Bryant played really well today. To- yeah, I like that rookie, man. I like that kid a lot. I, I think we're going to see a lot more of him. I didn't know that he was uh, the tight end of the year. Yeah. Uh, when he came yeah. out of college. I didn't know that. What uh, did he go? Harvard? No, he went to uh, Florida Atlantic. It, okay, that's where he went. Okay. Yeah, he, he went to Ivy League school. Him and he the was, Joku could be a good
1: combination, though. Him and the Joku could be a hell of a combo. You so got
0: tight ends. Come come to the field. Florida Atlantic being the best tight end in the country. You know what that tells me? That dude works hard. And, that tells me that works hard, and he's a good route runner. Because you know how hard it is to be a guy from a school like that and make it, and make it to be the best in the country. Right. And colleges really don't even feature tight ends now; they're just like glorified, so like wide receivers almost at this point. Mm-hmm. I gotta get a kid some credit. Uh, at one point, Joe Burrow threw through. 12 straight completions, but Baker far outshined that today with uh with his 22 straight uh, completions. And I just hope that this gives him confidence. We'll see. I don't want to get excited because I want to see the consistency. I, I listen. The consistent part is where we're getting ready to go because we're getting ready to talk about Baker in a second. Um, because that's why I brought Elton. That's really <laughs> what I brought Elton here. Um my guy my guy who I've been talking about all year Miles Garrett he opened up the script club today he got the script club going he got another script set the script club is What's that 4? The script club is popping <laughs> <laughs> The script club is open, players. You see, I wasn't making it rain. I don't spend no money in the script club. I'll like, tell you what. Because I'm that is spending to, money, I guess, but you know what I mean. Look, I'm going to the Miles Garrett script club. I'm going to the <laughs> script club. Man. Take it there. We got, four, <laughs> we got four strip sacks this year. The script club is open. In and seven,
2: that's
0: Jones. Look, That's a Pac-Man Jones version. The script club. The script club is open, and you gotta love what you see out of my guy Miles. He got nine sacks, man. This dude got nine sacks. I'm with him. I'm on him. They gotta, they gotta hold him. They gotta chip him. They gotta put Double three. Team. On him. There's no way right. to stop and this triple team. Everything. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. He the Ghetto Boys, man. You got a triple team on him. <laughs> He giving y'all he giving he giving these guys all levels of work. So uh shout out to my guy Miles. He gets one of my game balls. We ain't done, and I'm not giving out game balls yet, but Miles gonna get one I of my game. I think you balls. gave out two already, man. I did I did I? I think so. <laughs> did you already see that? Did you already see that? <laughs> so let's talk about Baker a little bit, man. I'ma let i am i am I'ma open the floor up to my man uh Elton. I'm gonna let Elton uh had a floor for a minute. So here's here here here's my issues with Baker and I'm going to let Elton talk after I, after I say this. And I think everybody in Cleveland has some issues. If they listen, if if you don't have an issue with what Baker Mayfield does on a regular basis, we all need to sit down on somebody's couch and talk. Baker Mayfield is super inconsistent. I last Wednesday, I was like, I don't know who I'm going to see. Am I going to see awful Baker or mediocre Baker? Today, I saw a really good Baker, but I haven't seen a really good Baker in a long time. Why can't I see really good Baker, uh, Elton?
1: Okay, so if you take it from my point of view, how I, I see, how, how, how to I see point Baker playing point quarterback, point of view. <laughs> how I see him playing quarterback from rookie Baker, you know, he came in, sat, learned, system, got in, did we got busy. Following year, a little bit chaotic. Playbook is switched up. Chaos is all around him. Now he's sporadic. He's all over the place. This year he came in, different system, different coach. And I had to learn a whole different system. Nobody's got preseason, so now I got to do this on the fly with everybody. Has he been great this year? No. But at the same time, if he's going 2-1 to one per game for touchdown and interceptions and in some games not going picks at all, what is everybody so upset about? They He's he's a third-year quarterback with five coaches. Who, if he's winning, I don't need him to put up. Three hundred yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. I don't need that. I need you to go out here, give me some, give me a drive. Because if you look, almost every first drive he come out, he get you points. He's putting up numbers. The thing I don't get about Cleveland Face is like they're like the old dope man girlfriend from the eighties. She was cute <laughs> back then. now in 90s she fell off. Now two thousand, you, you look like trash, but you want the world still given to you. We are not about to get that right now. So let me go five and two. Let me be happy. And let Baker do what he got to do. Is that, to water, is that to water in the backfield? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old, it's like the old dog. She still thinks she got it. That's what the Browns fans think. They think we still got it. No, we are building something now because every quarterback we had since 2000 has done what? Loss. Well, you know no, what? Too, they hey, have L-D. lost Baker's hey, only up a winning number at home. I said, L-D. Oh my god, he's a number one. Hi.
0: What's up? On? Oh my What's, on? What's going on? Oh. Tawana is Hi. That's, that's the homie
1: that's Tawana, the homie what's up day.
0: Right. Uh, how you doing Tawana I'm what's good how happy? are you
1: look I just had to laugh Dope not be back at
0: that <laughs> I mean
1: the dope, the dope man's girlfriend everybody, she was cute and young back then okay, and we I... was cute and young back in the 80s with the browns the 90s she got a little bit older we got a little bit older
0: but I'm
1: <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the 2000 people, little on, bit people, people on your show <laughs> <Right. laughs> we saw you still losing so now when we see something good happen now we have to break down and analyze criticism everything no quarterback comes into the league on fire three straight years nobody has ever done that it's not gonna happen even peyton manny 28 and 28 first year he still threw 28 picks Nobody criticized that because they know they see the greatness in him. I see the greatness of Baker. He can get outside the pocket. He can make every throw. That last touchdown of people's, everybody's not gonna make that throw. If you can count on, a handful of quarterbacks gonna make that back shoulder throw to drop it right in your hands. All receiver gotta do is just do this and turn around and catch it. Everybody can't make that throw. None of them can. So when I when they criticize Baker, I don't understand. But what what are you complaining for? If you look oh. at his numbers overall right now. He got, what, 60 touchdowns or 40 picks for his career in three years? Y'all mad about
0: that? I think, I think what it is, another thing, too, and Cleveland fans have had a long history of this, even going back to the 80s, where for some reason, um, you know, because we're never really, like, in the national spotlight. We never get a lot of love. Never. So, and, and you look at guys, some of these quarterbacks putting up these tremendous numbers, and we've never really had court. Even Bernie wasn't putting up ridiculous like Warren Moon type numbers. All he did was win. So I remember Green even when Bernie ready. Yeah I remember even when Bernie was here. It's like we always want the the prettiest girl in the room. We're not happy with who we have. Um, so they'd be like, look at Warren Moon. Look how, look how gracefully he is. Look at that ball coming out. Um, same thing now. Uh, when we had Tim Couch, I know people just yeah. like they were saying we, we should have drafted Joey Harrington. We should have had Achilles Smith. We should have got all these other people. They flamed Um, out
1: fast.
0: Right. And even now, because Baker is not putting up the huge numbers, we're like, well, he's not, um, you know, who we thought he was. And my thing was always what you said, Elton. The reason why I've been patient with him is you can't name me one quarterback that's had four head coaches and four offensive coordinators in a three-year period be successful. It may have never even happened in the history of football for a quarterback to have that much change um, in that shorter period of time. So I was all, so my attitude this year was like um, for the most part, let's wait and see um, how he does, you know, in this system before we, you know, cast him out. As a matter of fact, I texted Ron at halftime. I was getting a little frustrated with Baker. I said, you know what? I'm going to get this guy one more half before I really get upset. Let's see if if he can come out and show some type of pride and and Listen. bring this team back, and he did exactly what uh and just for clarity, like I said, man, this dude is awful. I did, did right. I? Yeah, I? he did. Yeah, and he, this he I see that. Look, <laughs> I said, Man, this dude is awful. I'm not sure what he's gonna give us, but but, he being after the first heard. 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 but. there was that but I said, but you're right, let's see, let's see what happens and To be completely honest, I couldn't have told you that he was going to do. If I had said to either one of you, Baker's going to throw 22 uh, completions and five touchdowns in this game, 22 completions straight, by the way, which one of y'all would have just been like, okay, yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> and, and when is the last time a Browns quarterback has thrown five touchdowns in on one game? Oh, and listen, and listen, I can't, I cannot argue with the numbers that actually came out of that game. I cannot. I've apologized for kind of coming down hard on on Baker because I did. I came down hard. I'm, you know what? Well, and I, I'll give you credit for being objective today because normally with players that sometimes you don't like. A, for a prime example is Tristan Thompson. Tristan <laughs> Thompson can go out and score 45 points, 35 rebounds, and 12 assists, and you're going to say he sucks all day long. You won't even give him credit for that one game at all, but at least today you, hey, man, you swallowed listen, your pride. You swallowed listen, your pride, and you gave Baker Mayfield credit Next today. time you call Why me, me you... I'm coming to your house, man. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> okay. even, you know, Baker still
1: put the numbers. He's like, <laughs> but now he's fifteen and 7? 15 touchdowns, seven picks. he's still got a, one of the lowest pick rates in the league. Still, but yeah. but his yardage isn't sexy
0: though, man. He's not, yeah, he's not putting up Mahomes good. type numbers, even like Dak Prescott had, what like got, near 2000 two thousand yards, yards in three games.
1: Backfield getting busy. I don't need him to do that now.
0: But Liz, yeah, but you but you but you're a football guy, and you actually understand that. But the fans don't fans don't look at that. Let's not lose ourselves for real. Let like, like let's just be honest. Baker had a really good game. When is he going to have this exact game? Again? Next
1: week. He's going to do the same thing next week. And I hope the coaches see the way he played today. I and, listen, and I hope so.
0: As a Browns fan, as a Browns fan, I hope you're absolutely correct, homie. I do. He's okay. I, say, hey, okay, okay let's go I, do him. I truly, thoroughly do. I hope that you're correct. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. And I'm I I need to I need to know that what I'm getting. I knew what I was getting out of Bernie. Everything. I haven't had a consistent quarterback since Bernie. To me, right? And I that I knew what this guy was going to do from week to week. Bernie was the last guy, man. We talking about back when we was playing. Years down. ago, Elton. Yeah. Ain't no look. Ain't none and of us. It was when We got there and played. <laughs> Ain't none of us playing our goddamn down the man right now. So we talking about, you know, almost 30 years ago. I need a guy. That's 30. Or beyond 30 years ago, actually. I need a guy that's going to show me from week to week. Yeah, maybe you don't get five touchdowns. Or no, maybe you don't get 400 yards. But you're going to make the plays when I need you to make the plays. Because Ben Roethlisberger don't always get 300 yards. But I guarantee you one thing: he'll make a play. He'll always makes the play. Most quarterbacks is- are like that, man. Like for some reason, when it's time, fans, yeah, Cleveland fans act like Aaron Rodgers and all those guys have great games every week. No, it's not they, that. Like the prime example is Russell Wilson. Russell they, Wilson they, will struggle all game, but and in their fourth you know, quarter, he'll make two or right. He'll make two or three yeah. big plays and win them that game. And, and I mean, that's, that's all I ask for. A world like, right make a play. play, make a play. It, That's it, all I want. I want guy, I want a guy that when he gets under center. I'm just saying to myself, like, uh, because Mark said it uh to us and our uh in our interview with Mark, uh, he's our, our Steeler fan, our resident Steeler fan. Mm-hmm. He said, Man, I just didn't worry because I knew that Ben could do XYZ. That's what I want out of my quarterback. You know, like X out Ben and fill in whatever quarterback we going to have. I need a quarterback that's going to make those throws, that's going to make those plays when it all matters. What I saw today and that winning drive, I could, I could live with that guy. I can live with that guy. But I need you to live up to that every single time because I've seen less of that than I've seen today. So that's some new shit to me. And I want to continue to see that. And that's not no hate on Baker. I'm not saying Baker ain't the guy. What I'm saying is I need to continue to see that level of consistency. Because when you see that level of consistency, guess what else you're going to see? You're going to see that level of consistency from your receivers. You're going to see that level of consistency from your offensive line you're going to see that level of consistency from your running backs because these guys are going to be like, yo, I can't let this guy down. Why do you think TB12 can go wherever the hell he wants to and get whatever the hell he wants? Because these guys believe in him when it's winning time. Baker has to be that guy in winning time. When it matters, when it matters the most, Baker has to be that guy. So – Baker is
1: literally, he's our Eli Manning.
0: He can have a No, he's
1: not. Stop it. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you why I say that. He's been here. He's been our most winning quarterback at home. Eli was winning games in New York, but he got thrown up under the bus. Oh, he's not throwing this. He got, he got you two rings. No matter what Eli did, they didn't want
0: I'm not Eli buying shit. I'm not buying that shit. No matter what Baker do here, the, <laughs> world, the fans just, don't want him here. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not completely disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm didn't just you, not. Did you hear
1: anything against Derrick Anderson or the why Doofy Motel Gang?
0: Don't bring up Derek or Anderson?
1: anybody. Like Baker is being crucified Anderson, for winning. Derrick Anderson is awful. Don't ever bring up Derek. <laughs> <Anderson>. <laughs> okay. Well, well. Okay. So this is one made the court. We had Derrick Anderson, Freddie <laughs> Quinn, uh, Tim Couch, Garcia. How's Tim Couch in this room. But this is the point I'm getting at. As Cleveland fans, maybe they they don't know how football is played. They don't see the whole game from a hole. I don't. Baker has thrown two touchdowns almost every game this season, except against Pittsburgh and against Baltimore. He's thrown two and three touchdowns every game. He's through what? One pick, maybe every other game. I don't care about that. As long as he's doing what I need
0: him to do. Listen, man. And and listen. And Sean said the same crap. And I'm going to tell both of y'all right now while I got y'all on this damn feed. Yeah, don't tell you. me that an awful interception don't matter. Yes it does. When you throw a bad interception, a ba- listen. That interception he threw today was awful. I put it down in my notes, another bad interception. There's no it such thing awful. as a good interception. There what? <laughs> there's no but such thing as a pretty pick trying to force something to make something happen. Okay, we well were if, gonna that, that, if that we if we going to look like that, that then you, you somebody threw somebody jumped to a route, okay. But man, don't throw a to to him, man. he threw an awful pass and he throws awful passes. I'm not gonna give you that, I'm, listen, I'm not gonna give you that pass, bro. I'm not letting It's you a bad pass. Every quarterback doesn't throw a good pass every pass.
1: Yes, um, some passes gonna be bad, some go, this is what I'm saying, y'all expected too much.
0: Look, and this is why I wanted him to come here so he can embarrass himself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because, no, I see, I don't think he's embarrassing himself at all. He, I get what he's saying. He's not. He, I'm just, I'm just, he know he's not. I'm just messing with him. I <laughs> he see. knows I'm messing with him. He know I'm picking with him. He hasn't been. He's like my little cousin. Yeah, he, he hasn't
1: nope. been All-Star Baker this year. This game, we needed him to be All-Star. he played All-Star. Bro. Uh, this bro, way, he, he out. He he be, I got to see the same thing next year before I give him a counter. Does. Are you kidding me right now? So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. this. So ahead. we go to the playoffs. Baker has twenty-five touchdowns, thirteen picks, and we go and we win that first-round playoffs. So we go say next year. I need to say thank you again. But we see in one year he was good in his rookie year. Second year was bad.
0: This year he was good again. So what else do you want me to do? Listen, if if we go to the playoffs and he plays well, getting us to the playoffs. And plays well in the playoffs. I don't, I'm not. I don't expect us to win or nothing like that. But I'm looking for more consistency. The problem with Baker is he hasn't been consistent. So I need to see. I mean, and what I saw today, even at that that shit is so unattainable. I it, for me to say that. Oh yeah, I need him to go uh, 22 completions straight with five touchdowns every game. That's not realistic. He's consistently winning this year. We've lost two games, just two. He has been consistently winning, and I don't take that from him. I have not been. One of the things that Sean has done, and this is why I don't do a show by myself, because I could do a show by myself. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that I don't do a show by myself is because I need somebody to keep me halfway accountable and take whatever I think out of the equation. Sean, joker. Sean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need (laughs) need to be a joker sometimes. (laughs) And Sean does that. Sean is always, but Sean has always been that for me. Like me and Sean, Sean, I don't know if you know this, maybe you don't, but Sean and I have been friends for 35 years. Mm. Sean has always been the guy that introduced stuff to me to make me think. Not always to make him think. So I know when I bring Sean something, Sean is always going to say, he always got a count. Like he almost presented this to me, for me to say what I said, so he can have a (laughs) count. Which is why we have this show. And if you watch the show, or if you listen to the show, you'll always hear me and Sean go back and forth. Me and Sean go back and forth all The time, like we don't always agree on what we are are talking No, we're not gonna
1: see everything the same.
0: Uh, Like, I don't I don't want people on my show that just agree with me. Yes, I want people to make me really pay attention, which is why I brought you because I've been very hard on Baker, so is Sean. We've both been very hard on Baker. But i give Sean this one thing that I don't give myself. Sean has been way more open uh, to what Baker could be than I have. I've, yeah, been, I've, I've seen I've, 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 been I've been seen the Baker. flashes. You know, I've he seen when, when he plays loose and he's playing confident, I've seen him do things that I haven't seen a Browns quarterback do in a long time. And that's why I want to hold out hope. We talked about this earlier in the show. Man, I can't go through another dog and pony show about who, who, who what quarterback we are we going to draft? You know, I can't. I, I don't have the 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 patience. But that don't mean that you I don't, don't have the energy. And that's you always argument. that? Because you don't want to see it, don't mean that that's that's what we have to do. I'm, well, I'm just, no, no, no. What I'm just saying is, like, I just want everybody. A lot of people were just saying, "Well, get rid of Baker. He sucks. Let's let's just move on." And my thing is, you know, I want to just be patient and see, and before you I cast complete judgment, room. I want to get through the whole season, because I really don't, I don't want to go through the whole, because if he is not the guy, then we have to go through this whole process again, unless we sign a veteran. You and know, that, but, no I, I, but is- I want some... like Everybody who came to me and was saying, and this is only because I've been doing this show, so I'm trying to be more objective. Uh, Sean is such an objective a little bit more objective in certain areas than I am I've been a little bit more objective because I got a show now so I'm trying to be objective for Sean I'm trying to be objective for the show and I, I ask people like okay so you want Baker to be gone so who do you because here's the problem we're not going to get a, a lottery pick what They just want we're not going to get a lottery pick we're going to be 15 to 22 so you're not going to get a really good – what quarterback's going to be there? You, you're you not going to get that guy. And then, you know, what guy are you going to get in the draft or in free agency that so you don't – if,
2: if, free, if free
0: agency is worse because you don't have a guarantee. Like you, you're bringing this guy in and you have to tell this guy either you're going to be the backup or the starter. So what guy are you going to get? You ain't going to get nobody. So you may as well figure out what this dude. If he plays good this year, like
1: he's been playing so far this year, I say he's still been playing good. Then do you give him his contract next year? Or are you gonna say I need another year to see? After you've seen two good years and one bad. No,
0: I would need another you need another year. Another year. Because Most definitely. <laughs> man, I, I think I think guys get rewarded way too early before they've proven anything. I.e. Carson uh, Wentz. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, who? Person wins. Oh yeah, he he's a he's the the main one. Kirk Cousins, Jeff, Mister Eight You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's gotten paid, and, uh, and, and and Kirk Cousins are the most mediocre dudes that's ever played football. Now, only hurts, Romo. He's consistent. I mean, well, Carson can make those throws, but
1: uh,
0: you know he's, you always hurt. he's always hurt, though. Let me ask both y'all
1: this: the games that we've won this year. Baker has played good and we've had oh no, 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 listen, listen, let me finish. We've okay. he's played good to in my eyes. He's did what I need him to do and we have got leads that we have lost. So mm-hmm. now are we going to start? When are we going to start holding the defense accountable? Because Baker now putting them 30 points on offense. We can't score 35 on offense and then turn around and
0: give 31 on defense. Sooner later, it's going to come back to bite you. No, I agree with that. I agree. with hey, You're you. right. You're 100% right. We, like like we, I haven't blamed everything, Um, you know, all on on Baker at all, man. I've been giving a defense I, hell. And again, you know, if you listen to the show, you will here. We don't, we don't put. We have our layered issues with the team. Um, some of it is the inconsistencies of our coaching. Some of it is the players, but it's never just like it's all Baker's fault, No. Nah. And that's why I, I want people to listen to this. We're, we're at least fair. We're 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 very fair here. Yeah, we're emotional, but we're fair. And sometimes I go off on a tangent, and sometimes Sean. Sean hasn't gone off on a tangent yet, and I can't wait. Oh, I it can't was coming. <laughs> if we would have lost today, that tangent but it was coming. man, was, I was, can't so wait for some car accident. was going to be in, in, in full fun. I'm was I was ready, like, too. I'll no, I, I preparing my speech for the back, day. Back, I, was like, I was sitting back like, man, this show going to write itself. I ain't got to do <laughs> <laughs> so, let me, so let me ask you this
1: again, because me you talked about this earlier. If he if he beats Baltimore Pittsburgh at home, so we're expecting, now I me mean, you both said this earlier, like we talked earlier. Said, I want to see him win in the first round of the playoffs then. Because as of right now, Cleveland's like the fifth seed.
0: Yeah. The Raiders he, lost today. But why couldn't you win on the road against another team if you won in, 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 in Baltimore on the road? Well, why couldn't you and when you beat? Hell, I don't care where you beat Baltimore at or where you beat Pittsburgh at. You played against that team and was able to get a win. You should get it again. You should be able to get at least one win in the playoffs. The thing about the AFC Central, excuse me, the the Central. I'm I'm thinking from back when we were Yeah, I still call it that too. (laughs) The thing about the AFC North is that the AFC North is always set up for whoever comes out to be uh, not just playoff ready, but Super Bowl Super ready. Already. You're 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 equipped to go to the Super Bowl or to play or to compete. So if the Browns were to beat them and split the series with hell, maybe we only split the series with one of those guys. But if you could be one of those guys, you could beat everybody in the, in in the damn AFC. Any given Sunday. You know what? Now, now there's a couple of games coming up that'll be a telltale sign, because um, like the problem with the Browns trying to move into that elite status is that our defense is just is too porous. Yeah, the, so, especially- so so, so we're, we're giving up points against, you know, Cincinnati and these other bad teams. Now, here's the thing: um, after um, I think we come out from the bye week, then we got like Philly, the Jets, and the Giants. Now, if we're giving up you know, 30, 35 points to the Jets and the Giants, then the brand then there's really no hope for us really making really too much progress this season. Cause once you get in the playoffs and you you may you playing KC um you know or Baltimore again you know, or Pittsburgh and you're giving up 35 points to the Jets or the Giants. Yeah you giving then, up 100. you know you don't have any hope at that's at all, a problem of keeping us in the ball game because we because we're gonna need them to keep and because that's one thing they've done a good job is making getting timely turnovers. To kind of keep us in a ball game and keep stuff from getting out of hand. So, but um but to get to that elite status, man, we're gonna need some semblance of a defense, which we really don't have. Besides, man, I'm, but I, saw the, I saw today what the problem is gonna be going to the playoffs if we make it. If the Bengals, as awful as their run and as awful as their offense can be, and if they understand that our defensive backfield is a problem, so will every other team that uh, plays us. So, you know, Joe Burrow threw for over 400 yards against us uh, again. I think – well, I'll take that back. I think he threw for He's just done. under 400 last time. So I think he threw something. Yeah, yeah. So, now he threw for 400 today. I mean, this dude had almost 1,000 yards. You know, he almost had a goddamn season. <laughs> against right. us, just against us, well, Michael, so nice defensive backfield is an issue. <laughs> and I agree with what you're saying. Uh, if we get to the playoffs, it's teams that already know that they're just gonna throw, yeah. yeah
1: the defensive backfield It's the linebackers and the rest of the defensive line because without not it's come a, up there
0: the other end, because you're right. you're right, it's it's the it's defense, everywhere, it's the defensive backfield but it's also the linebackers like the defensive line what I saw today was I don't care how fast they got off the line they went super quick with all of their stuff like to try to protect it listen they're playing against one of the premier uh, rushers quarterback rushers in freaking football and potentially even in NFL history what Miles Garrett is doing right now is this dude is just racking up sacks. Here we are in our seventh week, and this dude got nine sacks and four strip sacks, is why I call, which is why I call uh, what he does. And every time I see a strip sack from here on out, he opened up the script club. That's the script club. Our defense so is herpes. It's literally. all that one of the areas that have been missed two spots. And that's for Gary. It missed four. those two spots. Barry in fact Everything behind the first four is, is suspect, and I'm not trusting it. Um yeah, exactly. We have a lot of work to do in the offseason and get that shored up, too. A lot. We have a lot, because I'll tell you what. Suggesting that uh, Andrews and Dejo is a football player is an insult to football players uh, dead, alive, retired, and anybody who was on uh, uh, Matt. Any video game that has an NFL player, like they should all be offended that they are associated with Andrew uh, He is David. Eric
1: Snow of our defense. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he is Eric Snow on our defense.
0: Wow. It's Eric Snow. <laughs> no. Oh. So, oh, yeah. all right. Listen. So I'm going to get my game balls out. Sean, you give yours out. And then Elton, you give your game balls out. Um, my game balls, of course, one, I've already spoken on this, Miles Garrett, uh, two sacks today. Uh, uh, he opened up the script club on them folks uh, with his fourth strip sack. And every strip sack we've had, we've recovered for uh, our offense. So I got to give him one. I give Denzel Ward one because Denzel Ward played his ass off today. He was the only person in the defensive backfield that played his ass off uh, that way. And for the first time all season, first time all season, I got to give Baker Mayfield my third game ball. Because Baker, Baker, touchdown maker. That dude showed up today. He made me shut the hell up. He made me calm the hell down. He took me off my whole hookup. And I gotta give Baker his love. So much love to Baker. Baker, I you think got we just lost Elton. I think we did. That's what I was just thought. I said, damn, did I just lose my homie? Yeah, we just lost Elton. But uh I'll but give my game boss to um Baker Mayfield gets one. Um I think that was huge for his confidence to have a comeback win. Like sure. that in the last seconds, man. That was huge. And I think it was just huge for the team to have confidence in him that he can do that going forward. Um, my other game ball will go to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, he was not deep. using offense a, a, a lot at all this year except for returning kicks. And he made maybe about deep two or three deep. big that catches. Catch. Yeah, that was and the biggest deep. one being a touchdown at the end of the game. And then I'm gonna give Rashard Higgins. I'm gonna give Hollywood Higgins one. Just for the fact that uh, what he's been through, hasn't complained, hasn't pouted. And when he gets in the game, he produces. So now he's at the point now he's forcing the coaches to have to play him. Um, I'm not giving anybody on the defense any type of game ball <laughs> yeah. today at all, man. I'm so sick of them. I don't know what to do. So, so those are my game balls
2: uh, he's got- for today.
0: And then we got the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost want to protest and just call them Oakland. Doesn't sound right saying Las Vegas. You can say what you want to say, bro. But they coming into town next week, and that's a good thing. Uh, I think that David Carr is a lot like this kid down, at, um, down in Cincinnati. I think David Carr is a good, a good quarterback, but not a great quarterback. He's inconsistent. Like, you don't know what you're going to get out of him um, from week to week. And they don't have a great offensive line. I got a homie out in uh in Vegas that uh loves because he's from LA, but he loves the the uh, the Raiders. He's a big Raiders, okay. and and you know I want to shout out my dude KD. But uh, I'm looking forward to kicking their ass next week. All right, so while we're waiting for Elton to come back in or if he can come back in. If, just he's coming back. I see him there. Okay. So let's let's let him let's let him back through. Help Yo, you, there bro? you back there, bro? It says connecting, so he's coming in. Yeah, yeah. I had to move my screen over a little bit. I got booted. Yeah, I saw that. Like what happened? It was did you boot yourself?
1: No, y'all. It said y'all found where y'all. Who got a phone running? <laughs> somebody got
0: reveled. <laughs> they me out. Somebody, <laughs> somebody got reveled? Man, you better go on somewhere. <laughs> <I> gotta, <too. laughs> All right, sorry, I missed the game balls. Who went where? You go, you go ahead. It's your turn. We oh, actually my went through ours. And, uh oh, I didn't hear yours. Uh, I I gave mine to uh, Miles Garrett again. For being as disruptive as he could possibly be. Uh Denzel Ward, I gave him one because he played great. And honestly, his uh pass defense in the end zone against uh AJ Green potentially saved the game for us. And then I gave it to wow. Baker Mayfield, somebody I haven't given it to all year. I've not given Baker Mayfield a game ball at all, but today I'm giving it to Baker Mayfield. He uh he showed the hell up. Uh go ahead, Sean. Yeah, and I gave mine to Baker, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and um, Hollywood Higgins. Those three got my game balls today. I'm
1: going to give mine to the whole offense because he Baker stayed clean today. He did? Literally, he stayed clean. And everybody offense office, when OBJ went out, everybody said, it's our time. Let's go. Everybody caught passes, did what they supposed to do. The whole offense get one for me. Defense, Garrett, and Ward. Like you said, without that play, Ward be looking at we're gonna lose. But Ward is consistently showing up every week. And everybody said, Well, Ward get burnt. No cornerback, even Dion got a touchdown caught on him. So nobody's
0: gonna be 100 yeah, percent at And especially in today's game where you can't make any contact, yet. right? Gonna get beat. Yeah. The day of the of the traditional lockdown corner, those days are pretty much over.
1: I see Ward as a lockdown corner. That's why I said let him play yeah. one. Goes on
0: with everybody else. But I'll tell you what, I, I also have to give some shouts out, even though I can't give him game balls or I didn't give him game balls. Uh, uh, Kareem hunt had a really big game. He played big. He, 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 he ran hard. I said in our last show, he had to be the bell cow. He had to just run hard. I don't give a, if he hurt, then go your ass and sit your ass down. But he showed up today. He ran hard and he actually, uh, you know, that touchdown he had was actually the game-winning touchdown. So uh, my shout-outs to him, or one of, the, one of the touchdowns that we just had to have. That's my guy. He played hard, and he actually led the way for the rest of the guys for, uh, on, for a, a platoon of running back. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about in our last show. So uh, I'll give a shout-out to uh, to him. Okay.
1: I have no problem with that. That's a good one. But so, he is going to have to against the Raiders' defenses. The Raiders guys actually got a good defense. He's he gonna have to run hard. He's played against them
0: before, being in. Uh,
1: yeah, he, he knows we'll from Kansas City
0: days. So yeah, he he understands how to run against those guys. I also think that he's what I saw today. I think he's he's ready to play. Like what he came I do, out, he came out he, running the wild. See this guy last week. Last week, it looked like he was just kind of trying to figure it out. This week, it felt like he understood what he needed to do and that's what I said in my keys of the game. I felt like he had to be uh, Nick Nick Chubb leads the way because he was a starter. So he runs a certain kind of way. Yeah, so now you can come in and just kind of run halfway because you're behind him. Nick Chubb ain't walking through that door for the next four weeks. So you have to be what you've been. You've been an all-pro. You've led the league in rushing before and in touchdown as a running back. You have to be that guy. And that's what I expected to see today. And I'll be honest with you, even though he didn't have no killer, killer game when you look at the numbers, he ran like I wanted to see him run. He moved like I wanted to see him move. And I can't have no argument with what he did. That's why I I had to shot him out at least a little bit. Gotcha. That that was my motivation. So listen, man, uh, Elton, we're going to let you roll, man. We're going to finish the rest of the show. Uh, But I appreciate you coming in, I appreciate you letting
1: me come in.
0: Oh, no doubt. Definitely was nice meeting you, Elton. And we'll definitely have you back on the show, man. Your insight was great, man. I I would love
1: to be back. I actually enjoyed myself.
0: Hey, good. good right. man, listen, if you don't enjoy yourself, why the hell would I want you? To do? <laughs> all right. So listen, tell tell uh, T. I said thank you for allowing you. Me to... y'all. Oh. <laughs> She's you still... very well. Thank you, T. Appreciate you. Love y'all. Love you too. All, all right, man. Right. Yeah, man, that was dope. I appreciate. That. Yeah, that was a good segment. I appreciate a good segment. Um, Elton, Yo, you got look I'm like, I'm to like, I'm how hold on. <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> still on. Hey, hey, he was making sure we didn't talk about him when he left. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna say? So like, yeah, that dude. Oh, there it, it is. Hold on. No, right.
1: because like I said, I'm on Tawana's laptop, and I do mine for my tablet, so it's a little bit different. But I see hers now. All right, y'all. Good me.
0: All right, let me have it in. All right, man. All right. <laughs>
1: I hit the leave button. Hold on.
0: Just <laughs> break off. God dang.
1: <laughs> and, All right, man. That was, was definitely a good segment.
0: I, this is why I enjoy having a show or having my own show. Because it happens how I needed to happen or how I wanted it to happen. And we have mishaps. We have those moments where you're like, what's going on? But I yeah. actually enjoy those moments because... It's kind of pure. The show is a pure show. Right. And I enjoy all of the, the mishaps uh, because we can't edit them out like that. Exactly. So, all right, man, let's go let ahead we, and talk about the Buckeyes. Let's, man, let's, can we please talk about them damn Buckeyes? Talk about Ooh. the Buckeyes. So, we played the uh, University of Nebraska Corn Huskers, them Huskers, uh, yesterday, the opening. Weekend for Big Ten football. I think we're only playing eight games this season, so it's a truncated this season. This has been a weird season. It's been weird. Um, it's just a, a weird year. So, so why not have a weird college football season with everything else that's Frank, going Frank, on Frank, in the world right now, um, it just seems like it's so disjointed, kind of all over the place. But we have football, and the crazy thing was, you had the horseshoe empty yesterday, man, and. I thought I I've gotten used to having empty stadiums because that's what has been we've been watching. We're not used to weird. a stadium with 105,000 seats. Right. And they had like, what, 600 people there? Friends and Listen, family? Bro, they were in, like, two, remember, remember what we said in the last show? I was like, man, they can fit those few people in like one section. Right. They had them in two separate sections and it looked like 12 people were in the building. Exactly. I think like 1,200 people, I think. Exactly. But um, Ohio State won. What was the final square? It was 52 to 17? 52 to 17. Okay. So and then I think the cover was uh, 26 and a half. Yeah, the spread was 26. So they did cover at the end. Um, and it was like we thought, you know, they got off to a slow start. Slow um, as hell. You were After absolutely rascals when right down the field first. And I do have to give you this caveat. Um, I missed the first half. I had to listen to the first half on the radio because I was out delivering cookies. So, <laughs> I was well, being uh, damn cookies. I was, to- I, right, <laughs> I was being being Sean uh, the the cookie man, slinging cookies all over damn Northeast Ohio. Right here. right. So I had to listen to the first half um, on the radio and uh nebraska went down and scored um going up seven seven to zero early and i want to say at halftime it was what 24 to 14 so it was a pretty tight game um for the majority of like the first three quarters and then ohio state pulled away at the end so um like my thoughts um the game was Justin Fields had an excellent game. I think he only had one incompletion. So he looked um, as crisp as ever. Um, the defense was a little bit sluggish at first. And uh, um, I think the running game struggled a little bit at first. But overall, you know, if you went 52-17, to 17, um, definitely could not complain about that. So, tell me what you think about uh, Ryan Day's uh, his game plan. Like, I I had issues at first with him. I felt like everything was on Justin Field at first. Um, I, I felt like you should have been a little more on the running game because they're trying to – a team like Nebraska, who isn't, like, a great defensive team, it's a time for you to put your your running game that you haven't established. I know Master Teague has been here for, for the last year or so, but you got a new guy. Um, you got a new person. In, in your in your uh in your backfield hold on one second yep Good night, baby um my kids don't even care that i'm recording they don't and they're supposed to they all they know is that daddy gives us a hug before we go to bed and, and look no matter that's what daddy's when they just want to interrupt and make right. sure <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that, that's they're like we're going to be quiet. Daddy, we're going to bed. <laughs> but I felt like they wanted Justin Fields to be the offense um, at first. And I thought that they should have went to Trey Sermon a little bit more just to open up the off. And, they, and listen, it's not like Trey Sermon didn't get his shots. So I don't want to make it sound like Trey Sermon's got shorted. Or that Master right. T- was, I think they both uh had their opportunities. Uh and if I and if I had to say any one thing, I think Master Team looked better, but this is an offense that he's used to. Yeah, like um Trey Sermon is coming from a whole yeah. different program in Oklahoma. You know, uh I'm sure like the, the offseason stuff was real sporadic. Uh, with everything going on. So he'll be all right, man. Trey Sermon was a very, very capable back at uh at Oklahoma. I'm just looking at the stats really quickly here. Um, I let my crack staff have the day off. So I'm kind of going through some of the stuff on my own. So let's take a look here. Trey Sermon rushing. He had 11 carries for 48 yards. Teague, 12 for 41. So they were kind of about about the same. Teague did have um, the two touchdowns. Um, The kid that I was impressed with with the little bit of time that he did um, get to play was this kid Chambers. I like the way, I kind of like his shiftiness. I would have never been a Master Teague fan. As a matter of fact, every time I hear Master T. The first thing that comes in my in my head is Master P. I don't know why. Master P. I do the same thing. Master I P. pops on my head, but I represent right. <laughs> 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 but Master T. To me, just seems like kind of like a straight north south runner. I haven't. I don't know. It just. I mean, shit. What's wrong with you being a north south runner, though, Sean? There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't think he may not be the best running back on the team. Uh, um, I will agree with you know, that. I that's all I'm saying. It just don't even, think even last like last year, I wasn't I wasn't impressed with T at well, all. So we had JK last year, so him being he was just spelling JK when he came to the game. It was never him over JK. Like right now, we could have. An argument as to who should be uh, starting, which means to me that uh, Trey Sermon needs to show up a little bit more. because Massachusetts right. has been in this system with these coaches, so you know their their leaning might be towards him. <laughs> so and, look, and looking at these stats, I see what you mean. And you were saying they were Justin Fields heavy, but like again, I missed the first half besides hearing on the radio. Um, Justin Fields had 15 carries too. He, matter of fact, he had more carries than the other backs. Yep. Um And plus, and 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 threw the ball 21 times. So yeah, it was definitely a. It was all about Justin Fields. It's almost like they're trying to make him the the, uh, the Heisman famous since we started from, uh, you know, weeks behind. But which is okay to me in certain aspects, but not now. We need guys to win the game. We need to win these games. We need to get these guys out of our face. And we need a red guys, because it's a shorter season. This is not This is not a regular football season. And they have to look at it that way. And I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Which is why I was so, like, I was watching the game, like, in a panic, to be honest with you. I'm like, why the hell we be this close with these guys? And this is exactly what Sean said. Sean said, you know, these guys, because they haven't played at full speed against another team. Yeah, it's something else when you play at full speed against yourself. But you expect that speed. Once you get into there, into that into real battle, into that cage, it changes everything. And you saw that yesterday. Like they were it yeah. a little bit shaken that Nebraska wasn't just like, Oh, we're playing the number five guys in the in the in the uh in the country. We should just lay down. Nebraska wasn't trying to lay down. That's not. Yeah, a and, and Nebraska, I think, is a l- probably a little bit better this year too. Look, they have a, a few more athletes, uh, actually, a little bit more speed. They got Christian McCaffrey's brother. Yeah, you know, uh, I think he was there last year too. Was, um, but they, but they have more athletes last year. And then you have Dolan, JoJo Dolan. That dude is for real. Like I don't know who's gonna draft him whenever he comes out. But that dude is for real. That defensive I end. Mean, is a is a, a problem he's fast he has a great football IQ you can see that in some of the plays that he made yesterday that dude is a problem and uh, whoever drafts that dude they got a great football player yep yeah. and so that leads us into what we play uh, Penn State we played- uh, next week at Happy Valley thank God there are no fans Listen I, hate, listen, I hate going to Happy Valley. I especially cannot, at night. I cannot stand when we have to make the trip. It's two places. Actually, it's three places that I cannot stand when we have to go. Iowa, yeah. Wisconsin, and freaking yeah. uh, Happy Valley. I cannot stand it when we got to go to Happy Valley. But the great thing, like you just said, is that there's no there won't be a blackout or a whiteout, whatever the hell they decide to do because there won't be any fans. Thank the Lord. I hate it when we have to play those teams because, uh, you know, we're going to take we could easily beat this team because most of the times that we go in those places we're a better team the other team always shows up and they always give us grief. Yeah, they always gives us hell. Um, <laughs> now, Penn State is supposed to be, I guess, Ohio State's main competition uh, this year and they lost to Indiana at home um, and kind of made a lot of mental errors too during that game kind of same thing that happened with um, you know Todd Gurley today um, against the, the the Lions where they needed to run out the clock and the Lions just opened up the floodgates to let them score so they can get the ball back and Ty Gurley didn't he didn't realize either he was about to cross the goal line and tried to fall but when he fell the ball crossed the goal line and gave Detroit the ball back they went and scored. Same thing with uh, Penn State yesterday. Um, they were up by I think Penn State was up by um, uh, one point. They had a chance around the clock. They opened up the floodgates. The, the Penn State running back got to the goal line and was like, oh man, you can see the look on his face like I messed up and he scored. Gave the ball back to Indiana. Um, they went right down the field and he got the two-point conversion. The tie goes in overtime. And uh, Indiana wins in overtime. And if you're supposed to be a uh, contender, a Big Ten contender, you can't go into Indiana and lose. And then but, I know Indiana's football program has gotten a lot better. Than what it has been, but you, but you can't go well, and lose that game. That goes to coaching. You know that. Um, I and I think you're you're actually even pointing to that in your comments. That's coaching. Um. And we talked about that with our own football coach here on a professional level. There's certain things you can't say and can't do. uh, You can't be okay with, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that it, you know, it it continues on down the line when it comes to a conference game, you can't lose to freaking Indiana. When you're Penn state, you can't lose to Indiana when you're freaking Ohio state, you can't lose to Purdue when you're Ohio state, you can't lose to Allegheny State uh, uh, Community College when you're in Michigan. <laughs> I like how you get that cheap shot but in there. See how I... <laughs> yeah, I like how you that cheap shot in. See how I made that <laughs> worse than what it actually was. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You went to Community College. Appalachian... You know, not, Appal- not, not, not Appalachian, Appalachian State App- University. You said Allegheny Community College. You don't do none of that stuff. You can't do none of that stuff. But right. yeah, I, I think that Penn State will be a little bit pissy when we when we see them. Uh because of some of the things that, that we've uh we've already seen. I think that they are a little bit angry about uh, losing those games, or losing the game rather that right. they just lost. Um and this isn't a- every game now. Has such a um all magnified now, yeah. And, uh, so they're, they're definitely going to be pumped up about this game. It won't be an easy game, you know, even without the fans. Um, you know, but we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll do our preview for that game on Wednesday. Wednesday. Now, 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 now that we have football or Big Ten football, now we can do our Browns preview and Ohio State preview during our midweek. May- oh. We can do them both. Oh. We just become big time. Now. Right. Because we can talk about both of those things uh, that everybody actually is looking for and ready for whenever we feel like it on that Wednesday. Excuse me, on that Wednesday show. So uh, we'll we'll touch in with you guys on Wednesday about what we think. And, you know, some things will change between uh, today, today, Sunday for those folks who might be uh, a little bit tanked. Today's Sunday, and, you know, by Wednesday, we will have heard about whatever injuries or who who won't play, who might have opted out, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll be able to give you a, a clearer call on that game. I'm already picking Ohio State. I think we'll be fine, but we'll we'll get further into that as we get into that uh into that space. So, real quick before we get out of here, we want to talk about the World Series. I don't know, listen, I know a lot of people don't like baseball. I know a lot of people don't want to spend time on baseball because it's boring. But man, if you watched that game last night, it could have been one of the better games I've I've ever actually experienced. In my lifetime, it was like up, down, up, down, up, down, and it was easily in the Dodgers' hands. I picked the Dodgers to win. Sean picked the uh, I picked Tampa Bay, the Devil Rays, and I called them the Devil Rays on purpose. Devil Rays sound better anyway. It sound better, doesn't it? Doesn't Tampa it? Bay Rays doesn't have that. I, I think they should twang it. to it. However, Sean picked the Rays. To when I picked the uh the Dodgers, and I thought the way the game started, it was all Dodgers. Like they were, they were playing well, they were they were getting the hits that they needed. And then like all of a sudden, like the Rays never go away. Um just a few takeaways that I have. Justin Turner, uh the the Dodgers third baseman, this dude is There's, and I don't know if anybody's ever played baseball, but I played baseball. There's guys that you just know you're a baseball player. You could say some stuff about him. You could try to make him this and that. Justin Turner is just a baseball player. That's what that guy is. Yeah, he just has that grizzled look. He's like Chrisley Adams. He looks like that. He's been out camping out in the woods. He made (laughs) made him a big-ass pot of moose stew. With a twelve pack of beer, packs up his tent and then drives to the stadium. Yeah, and then mash it like once he, he gets he there, comes to the stadium every night of the World Series, by the way, from the woods that just burned down. Type that's the kind of guy that he <laughs> is. He's right. I used to say that about Chipper Jones. He's just a baseball player, right? I, that about uh, uh uh Edgar Renneria. yeah yeah Edgar Renneria is a is at least a four two guy, so it's not like he's just some regular random dude. But that dude just knows how to play baseball. Justin Turner just knows how to play baseball. I don't he, he might know how to change your transmission too. However, if you get this dude to bat, man. He's going to mass for you too. And that's what we've been seeing throughout this, uh, throughout this playoff. You got Mookie Betts. That's just being Mookie Betts. We've talked about Mookie. I think Mookie is one of those guys that need to be uh, an an MLB ambassador. Right. Should be the face of the league or one of the faces of the league. Yeah. But, but, But let me ask you this though. Um, Right, right now, the series is tied two to two. 2, it's two. Um, Right now, the Dodgers are up three nothing. It's the bottom of the third. And Kershaw's. Um, and listen, it was up two nothing yesterday. <laughs> right. Now, what happened? Because, um, like I said before, I was delivering cookies and then I was baking cookies last night. And I was tired. Like, I, I didn't watch too many sports at night. So I know it was a crazy ending. So, what happened at the end of the game to give Tampa Bay the victory? So listen, first of all, the Dodgers were up and all they had to do was get these guys out. I mean, and that, to be honest, that sounds like that's a weak lead in, mm-hmm. but at every uh, playoff game, that's every playoff game. If you go back to 1995, what happened? Well, the Indians were up and all we had to do was get those outs and what happened we we couldn't I mean I'm, I'm sorry 97 all we had to do was get those outs we brought in Joe table all you got to do is get those outs right and the most uh winningest or savingest pitcher Joe table could not get those outs that's exactly what happened last night last night you saw Every time that the uh, the, the, uh, uh, the Dodgers went up, the Rays had an answer, like in the bottom of that uh, inning. Okay, it's come back. You know, you had Tyler Renfro hit a uh, Tyler Renfro hit a home run. You had uh, Brandon Lyle hit a home run. Listen, Brandon Lyle, I didn't know that that was their best player, and I kept saying to myself, like, why is it? There- First of all, why is this dude's name Lau? It's spelled L-O-W-E. Everybody I've ever seen L-O-W-E has been low. But right. this dude's name is Brandon Lau. The other part of that is every time I see this dude come to bat, he figures out a way to get a hit. So he came up, he got a hit. Um, he had he's had 3 home runs in his series by the way he had to oh, wow. to put them you know to tie this game up uh Randy I, I call him uh Randy A Rosarina I that's his name is Azarina but <laughs> he has uh 9 home runs which is the most for a rookie in the postseason and he has, he just eclipsed the most uh, postseason hits for any rookie since. Who? You want me to say it or you want to say it for me? Oh, Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, God. You always weave Jeter somewhere in this conversation, man. My God. I didn't, listen, I can't make this shit up. No, I but can't. I don't know. You know what? Like, I've been so, because um, I missed the last couple of games. Um, I didn't realize how um, how much these guys have been raking like that, man. Because normally in the playoffs in the World Series, you don't put up numbers like that. No, it's really more so about the pitching. Uh, that oh, Mookie, Mookie just blew a play in the outfield. Um, that's rare. the Rays just scored, and he gets a sliding triple. So was that one. Yeah, so it was three to one. A lot went that's on, it, was, bro. Yes, that's, Mookie don't make too many errors in in the outfield. No, man. I don't think it was an error. The ball just kind of got past him, But he kind of took like the wrong angle on it. So I think they're going to give him a triple on that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he just oh, he just misplayed that ball. But Corey Corey Seager has played well for the for the Dodgers too. I mean, but he's an MVP candidate. So right. the things that I'm seeing to be like more frank is that each one of these teams, each one of these teams is 2-2 right now. Uh, I picked the Dodgers, Sean picked the Rays, and I I think we said that a little bit earlier. But the thing that I'm seeing is that these teams are playing to their full potential, which is rare. Which is rare. Usually, we'll see one team playing to their absolute potential and the other team just tanking and collapsing what we're seeing right now is both teams playing to their full potential whoever they are or whatever they are and it's working so i'm enjoying watching this i can't wait until um you know i want to be done all the way done and then i'll get into this game but i'm looking forward to watching the game it's really, it, These games have been so fun. I actually missed the UFC fight last night watching this game. I just kept watching the game.
1: because yeah, There I, was
0: a big UFC fight last night, huh? Huh? There was a big UFC fight last night? Yeah, yeah Khabib fought last night. And I was like, man, I want to watch the fight. But I thought Khabib was going to win anyway. But I wanted to because I knew that we had a show. So I, I stayed on the the, uh, the World Series, and it paid off. Like, me watching the World Series, I was like, man, I, I was legit, like, sitting there like, wow, wow. And I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm not rooting right. honest, for either one of these teams. I think the Dodgers will win. But that doesn't mean anything. The way that these guys are playing right now, is, it's awesome. It's awesome if you like baseball, this is some of the best stuff to watch. Right, awesome. well, I look forward to watching the rest of this game tonight. I'm going to flick between that and this oh, Seattle team, right? and Arizona game. Yeah. So, I think right now, man, uh, Russell Wilson threw an interception on the goal line, and Buddha Baker almost took it all the way back to the house. It was first and goal, Arizona. But um. I think Seattle's up. Yes. Yeah, Seattle's up 13 to seven. All right, man. So um, do you have any other things that you wanted to touch on tonight? I didn't have anything else really. I don't have anything I need to touch on right now. I think I'm going to save a few things for our uh, midweek show and uh, we'll, we'll discuss a few things there. But for tonight, I appreciate you guys' time. Anybody who, who who will tune in, who has listened, I uh, also want to send a shout out to uh, uh, Elton Hodelfield. You know, I appreciate your time, sir, uh, for coming in. Uh, definitely, always appreciate Sean's time. Sean is as uh, he could be doing a bunch of other stuff other than sitting here with me, uh, commiserating at certain times. Oh man, this is fun. I enjoy this, man. Just, listen, man. I'm talking I, doing this. You know what we do talking trash about sports, man. So talk trash. We we have a good time and it's a great venue for that. Um for you guys who uh this I guess it's my turn to do that because <laughs> Sean did it last time. Um, uh, I just want to say, hey, if you guys want to get at us, we have so many uh different venues that you guys can reach us on. We have uh, our Facebook and our Instagram. They're both uh, two guys, TWO and a Mike216. Uh, you guys can reach us on either one of those. Uh, come to our page, like our page, like the stuff that's on our page, get us in regular rotation. We would appreciate that. Uh, also, we are on uh, YouTube. So, if you want to see us and you want to uh, see us do our show and see who we had on our show, if that's your friend, if you know Elton, if you know Mark Stover, come check us out on uh, YouTube and you can see if that's your guy. And uh, that's at two guys, T W O, and a mic on YouTube. And then we also have our own uh, email, two guys and a mic at gmail.com. Uh, come check us out. And we're also streaming whenever you guys want to do that on Spotify as well as on Anchor, Two Guys, 2 and a mic 216. So we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We hope we get more people that want to hear us and talk to us and talk about us. And if you don't, again, Let us know. Maybe we can change our show to be more uh, accountable to what you guys would like for us to do. However, right now, I love how things are going. I appreciate you, Sean. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking time out when you could be doing anything that you want to do. You got anything, homie? No, man. I appreciate you. Um, um, Because, Ron, this was you know, his idea that he put this thing together and we didn't know if it was going to come on the way to fruition which everything, you know, you know, going down with COVID. But so far we're hanging in there and we're just doing this for fun. Um, who knows where it goes, but we do just appreciate everyone that supported and shared the links. I have a great time. Uh, and everything else. So other than that, man, I'm good. So I'm going to go ahead and um, start watching the rest of these games and kind of, just chill out for the rest of the evening. All right, folks. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. Sean, have a great week. You too. Uh, I'd love to kiss your mom and your and your grandma for me, bro. I'll do the same for mine. And uh, you know, peace out. All right, man. Have a good one. Peace out, fam. This is Two Guys in a Mic. Your hosts are Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Our show is sponsored by The Christian Jaden Project. They can be reached on Facebook and on Instagram at The Christian Jaden Project. Also, they can be reached on the web at thechristianjadenproject.org. We're also sponsored by Renegade Soul. Renegade Soul can be reached on Facebook as well as on Instagram at RenegadeSoul216 and on the web at RenegadeSoul216.com. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you guys on our midweek show. Peace.